0: welcome to the gill seekers podcast each week we'll bring you tips and techniques to land more rainbow trout here in bc's lakes and a few real tales from our weekend fishing trips i'm brent forthissel and i'm brent fukumoto
1: so grab a beer a cup of tim's and let's bend those rods Episode thirteen ready to go here, hey Fook? Yes. Nice. Some enthusiasm, I like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, we are I'm pretty deep. pumped Oh
1: I'm, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm uh I'm loving doing this pod so far. We're thirteen episodes deep and I think uh we're at least making a little bit of prog- progress here.
0: Uh yeah, we're both trying to talk over each other. That's a good start. Um yeah, we're just in the heart of winter. So we're just hunkering down and uh, waiting for th- th- ice off, eh?
1: Yeah, I've almost bought a uh, chainsaw a couple times and just taken a drip torch and a chainsaw out to the lake.
0: Why a, dip, uh, why a drip torch?
1: Why not? Maybe you need a fire?
0: <laughs> That's nice of you. I'm sure the fish would enjoy a little bit of diesel and gas. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, See, I'm not going to use it in somebody, the
0: lake. Somebody lock this guy up. Okay,
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to bring a chainsaw out to the lake. Carve a big hole in there. I think, who was I talking to? They said that they saw somebody last year with a chainsaw cutting away ice so he could fish.
0: I didn't think that's a lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're calling me on it?
0: Yeah, big time.
1: All right, well, they told me it happened.
0: Why don't uh why don't you just tell us uh stick to the truth and tell us uh what uh, old Judy Thistle has for us uh this week in the in the old oven or not oven kitchen. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, in the kitchen. Well, we're starting a new section on the on the website here. We're going to fire up a few recipes from our moms of uh some ideas that you guys can use when you catch some fish this summer so you can try it out. Uh, over the winter and figure out what you like so here's what my mom sent me hey bud I just wanted to pass along this great recipe I tried this week from my favorite site I didn't use cod and it was delicious so I'd think any white fish would be great especially a freshly caught trout I only had panko which I guess are Japanese bread comes hold on hold on trout aren't white
0: aren't white meat
1: well, she's just saying that it's uh, it says it's the title of the recipe is cod with Italian crumb topping, but she's saying that it would she didn't use cod, uh. but it would be great with any white fish, but especially it would be good with a freshly caught trout.
0: Ah, uh, okay, way to go, dude!
1: All right, and then uh, sh- she goes, "I only had panko, which is Japanese breadcrumbs, for coconut shrimp, and used that instead, and it made it nice and crunchy because they are bigger crumbs." It was really quick and easy to make, so I think you and Foot could try this out. It's low-fat, and the seasonings add a nice <laughs> touch to this healthy dish.
0: Did she underline? Because she's really
1: worried about your fat yeah. intake. Jeez, <laughs> yeah,
0: thanks, dude. I,
1: I look forward to trying more new recipes and passing them along. Love, Mom. Hello. So that's up on the website now. I, I, well, yeah, it is up there. I just got to work on uh, getting a picture up there. That's a whole nother level of programming that... I don't know, but the recipe is called cod. Maybe I'll switch it to trout with Italian crumb topping, which sounds freaking unreal.
0: I have some we could try. I have some frozen uh, rainbows that we can do that with. Nice. Well, yeah, maybe we'll try that, and we'll even post a video. Yeah, or a picture. We're still working on the video portion. Yeah, it's taking you a week to edit just one
1: little video. I can't imagine editing like a instructional cooking video.
0: It's 20 minutes long. It's not easy. Well, I know.
1: I know. I'm not saying that it should be easy. I'm saying that editing a video is hard.
0: Oh, thanks for the more support. Not,
1: we can't like come out with like one video every week because we've got to figure out how to edit them first.
0: And we have jobs.
1: Yeah, we both work. Well, uh, you, you kind of work, but I work pretty hard. Okay, I'm the hardest working
0: guy. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, thanks, Judy. That's awesome. Um, yeah, next month is your mom, eh? Yeah, I think she's got something uh, in the old uh, cookbook drawer there ready to go. So, we'll good. see. Uh, yeah,
1: should be good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to try some of these out this summer because I've had that a few times where I bring a trout home and then basically I just do the standard... You know, lemon, salt, and pepper, and throw her in the um, cast iron or throw it on the barbecue. And that's pretty well my only recipe
0: I got. Yeah, i know it's interesting. Hopefully we can get some some more here and something better. The nice one will be if we get big ones, we can do some different fillets, and that'll be good.
1: Yeah, yeah, here's to hoping that we catch some fish over, like, five pounds this summer.
0: Mm-hmm, I, we got some in the... I got some places in the in the docket that we'll be able to get to. Yeah, um, a couple
1: of places in the spreadsheet.
0: Yeah, on on the on the sales plan. Don't worry about it. It's kind of yeah,
1: Okay. This is a part of your role as content manager, hey? You
0: just do you, okay?
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: I'll work on the marketing side. <laughs> new year, new you. <laughs> All right. um, what do you got, uh, gear review?
1: Gear review. I have gear review next after what uh, cranks our reels.
0: Oh, yeah, our new segment. It'd help if I yeah. wrote stuff down.
1: Yeah, so number, we have done in the past what grinds our reels, but we're changing it to what cranks our reels. So instead of stuff that bothers us, stuff that really gets us fired up.
0: Yeah, we're bringing positivity to the podcast.
1: Yeah, a little bit too much negativity lately.
0: Mostly from you.
1: Yeah, it's a new new year this year, and I think we're on the downhill swing here to to ice off.
0: Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna be in the downhill slope. <laughs> okay.
1: No, the down. Da- you know, we're on the downward swing of the.
0: Yeah, the we're uh, cycle mid-January. Of the... <laughs> only three months ago, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, come on. Here in Kamloops, last year it was like end of February. Some ice started to come off some lakes. Really? Yeah, people were fishing mid-February last year.
0: Nice, can't wait.
1: Yeah, I love Kamloops. Love global warming, get it going.
0: I, I idle the truck all day. What's that? I just idle the truck all day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Low gas prices, just keep that truck running. <laughs> <laughs> See a snow. I want to go fish. Um, um, so anyways, what, what cranks my reel... You're going first, is, uh, eh? Yeah, I'm going first because uh, I, yeah, I'm taking initiative. What cranks my reel, and I've thought of this so many times over this winter, is I just can't wait to be pulling into a lake, and we got an open boat launch ahead of us. No trucks. That's, like, my favorite thing in the world. I yeah, I hate I pulling do up like to that. a lake, and there's somebody backing their boat in, or there's dogs everywhere, but best yeah. thing is when you get to a lake, nobody around... That's Ooh. the
0: absolute best.
1: Yeah. Even you, if you see if there's nobody there and you see a fish
0: rise, game on boy. And you uh you don't feel as rushed or I don't know, it's just nicer when you show up and you can just relax and yeah you know, you can just paddle on out and where you go.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you don't need to talk to anybody where, you know, some people come up and say, Hey, have you fished this lake before? Like, Bud, just God. leave me alone I'm going out I don't want to talk to anybody
0: That's what you need to skate Just leave a message I'll be back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: leave a message on my window
0: <laughs> uh, Okay yeah What cranks my gear and I think it's good Because I think now we're just longing so to go What? Y-
1: you keep on bunging it up You've gotten it right zero times I think That's what <laughs> cranks our reels
0: What did Not I say? Not what
1: cranks your gears yeah. <laughs> I I
0: got gears, but <laughs> <laughs> um, cranks my gears is um, you know I just can't wait, same kind of thing. But what I like is yeah, there's empty bowl, launch, everything. You go out and you just find, especially lakes that you've fished and you know that are good, and you find say that that nice cattails and it drops off to nice little shoal and you you get anchored up, light little wind, maybe nothing, and that that first cast you put out and that big, that indicator's just sitting there nice, glow green. And, oh, just that... Once you get set up in that first cast, and, you know, and all you gotta do now is just wait. And it's just the best feeling in the world. and, and then Yeah, if, especially if you,
1: that first cast of the year, hey?
0: And you can get one within, like, 10 minutes. Oh, you know, like, it just... Ah, uh, can't explain it. It's just the best feeling in the world. and I cannot wait to get back out there. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so good. It's going to be a good year this year. And I'm also thinking, I think this year, too, uh, trolling bucktails on the shoe shop's is going to be pretty good, so that'll be fun. Yeah, what time of year do you want to go do that? Well, that's when we can usually go the earliest, when some lakes are still pretty frozen, but the big lakes are thawed. We can go take out dad's big boat and uh, troll around and and see if we can get in some big rainbows. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, tie up some big uh, little brown trout flies and see if we can't hammer into some early seasons.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Big things
0: to come, coming up. Big things to come.
1: Yep, yep. So... All right, Fuke. Well, uh, how about you, it's your turn to go first? Next, what do you got for your gear review this week? That's
0: awfully nice of you. Okay, uh, my gear review, and I think it's it's critical now. You know how you kind of get in this. You're in the middle of the season. and You're just going, and um, I like to kind of set myself up for spring, especially with just a mid box. Um, my truck got broken into a couple of years ago I had a full fly box not a big one but like an, a wallet sized one I bet you there was 50 plus chronomids in there got stolen never got to use them tied all winter one chronometer box got stolen so
1: I remember I remember talking to you after that happened that was, happened. So, that was devastating. so devastating
0: yeah nice jinx yeah <laughs> um <laughs> you owe me a bush <laughs> ah yeah. oh, shoot that'd be a good promo Um, but yeah, so, but I like to go with, um, same as my rod, uh, Temple Fork makes a nice clear fly box for, uh, seven bucks. And, um, I mean, well, the reason why I like the clear one is because oftentimes it's windy or, um, you know, you're... If you open up your box, you'll actually have to look at it. Something can happen. You can dump your flies overboard or whatever. So at least when you have a clear top, you can keep it closed. So if you drop it in the water, it's going to float for at least a bit of time. It gives you a chance to grab it. Hey, uh, nice. right
1: I think you just convinced me to get a clear top fly box. Luke.
0: Yeah, I find it I you you. You know, you can cast out indicators there and then... So you're still fishing and you can look to change up indicator goes down. You can just toss it onto the floor. It's not open. So you're not going to like break it or lose a bunch of flies. Right. Yeah. No away you go. And, um, it's nice to see, you know, you, you can see what, what you've been using. And I like to set it up from di- all this different. So I got size 12s all together, size 14, size 16, size 18, size 10s, you know, and, uh, um. Yeah, it's just easier to use. Quick, simple. Take one fly out, pull it in, close it again. Boom. Where you go, you don't have to open it up. And having just a cromet box because cromets are so small, they're not getting lost underneath big leeches or stuff like that either. Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Do you uh do you sort by
0: size or do you sort by color? I like to sort by size. Um. Uh, just because. That's just the way I do things. I don't know. But you can do whatever. I mean, it's just nice to be ready to go especially for mid season. Having a bunch. There you go. Especially because you don't know coming in. Sometimes I know I've seen it where like even last year I had it where oh, I was like I had these red red cronies with chrome head that worked great the year before. And this lake. like going nothing, nothing, nothing. What is actually working good was a size 16 white head black with that flashaboo rip. And if you just are banking on what's going to work and you don't have a whole bunch of backups ready to go for the spring, I don't think you're going to have much luck. And then as you get going, you kind of, I don't know why, but you kind of pick up on flies that seem to be working on quite a few lakes and you can kind of tie from there and give you a direction of what you're going to be tying. And, and um, yeah, but to first... I'd say the first four times out on the water, you got to have a numerous amounts of sizes, different bead heads, and um, different colors, different ribs.
1: Yeah, and it definitely pays to put in the time now, over the course of the next couple months, to tie as many flies as you can, because it sucks when you go fishing for the first couple weeks and then you realize, holy smokes, I need like another 50 flies, which happened to me last year.
0: Yeah, and like it and I just like having you know, you're nicely organized and that's when you're stoked. So you that's when you 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 know, you're not tired or anything, you're excited, so you'll be all ready to go and then you'll get you through at least half the season and then you get the summer doldrums and then you can kinda start tying just for that lake and kind of on a weekly basis I find that's what I do.
1: Yeah, and it, it definitely helps I think to be confident in your fly box and in your equipment going into a lake because you know just for whatever reason you don't end up catching fish or you're not confident going into a lake but when you know you got what you need and you know the flies you have are going to catch fish somehow that just equals at least a little bit of success anyways
0: yeah and i mean you spend so long waiting for that day that you know you might as well like like 7 bucks so okay plus tax blah 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 add the 4 you're looking at like 8.50 for a nice box that you'll be ready organized like bada boom bada bing you're out there fishing um and you don't kind of gotta sort through all your fly your big leeches and losing flies and all that stuff
1: yeah what, what else would you keep your flies in like a Ziploc bag
0: No, but I mean, like, like my box, because it got stolen, so then I dumped all my chronomids into my, like, wet flies and dry flies and all that, and it's just a disaster, because also, the hooks on the chronomids are quite a bit smaller, so when you have a a nice thinner box with better foam, they stick in better than where they they get dislodged, and then they're underneath your leeches, and then you open them up, and and stuff's flying everywhere and right i don't know it's a pain
1: yeah all right no I, i'm on board that's yeah, enough I about mean.
0: this fly box i can't talk anymore about it <laughs> <laughs> We're going in circles <laughs>
1: okay. no i the people I turned this off got... at
0: least two to three minutes ago like oh my god we get it fly boxes
1: <laughs> no it was good um okay my gear review
0: you have oh uh, yeah <laughs> you haven't even talked yet no, yes. I haven't
1: done my gear review. I was asking you questions. I was going good.
0: <sighs> Backwards. My uh,
1: my gear review this week is my fishing map book. Nice, key. Um, yeah, I think you got to get an updated version. I don't know how often they update it, but I got mine last year for my sister for my birthday, and that was dynamite going into new lakes. Um, you know, most of the time the lake was in my map book. And it at least gives you the depth chart and then a quick rundown on the lake. And it doesn't say, you know, just use this color chronomid. It says just says chironomids are good or mayflies are good or dry fly hatch in June or whatever. So um, it doesn't really lead you astray in any kind of direction. But it at least gives you a good overview of the lake. And it's fun to just check out the depth chart and
0: start from there. At least yeah, it's I a like. Good starting point. I like. I like when you had that, and I think it worked well for us because lots of times, um, how we were getting to Lake was was Google Earth, and and uh, you know it doesn't give you directions like you just gotta gotta read the map. But the problem was, lots of times these logging roads either deactivated or wrong trails, and so when we when we would be out of service, so we couldn't use our phones anymore. So, um, they just turned to the book, and usually. It brought us in for the most part pretty good and and yeah you get those depth charts are key, uh especially when you're trying to find those shoals and if you go into a new lake um it's nice to compare uh overview Google Earth images next to the lake and kind of see okay, we can target down here or we can go over here and there's a nice shoal here with big drop off or stuff like that that you just can't really get anywhere else but those books
1: yeah and a lot of times it'll give you a couple other good lakes in the area so if you're camping at a certain lake one weekend and then oh there's a couple other good lakes around here and you can go check them out it's pretty good
0: yeah and they're nice i like reading those i really enjoy it we had a caribou like like chilcote and kind of fish highway up in there um and that's how i found that uh one lake we went to this year worth so is through that book and you know it, it you just can't get it online. You you go to try and Google. I've tried to Google lots of places, and it you just you don't they don't have the resources online like they do in those books.
1: Yeah, and the, it's good good material to read while you're on the can too. There you
0: go, and it keeps the forestry industry going. We need that, boys.
1: Yeah, it's good pulp, paper.
0: The pulp and paper. Yeah, perfect.
1: perfect. I need that for my job. <laughs> Otherwise, I
0: can't <laughs> afford to go fishing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can't
0: buy that new clear fly box.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to stick with my crummy, not see-through
0: one. Good, good description.
1: Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. It's a crummy, non-see-through one. Now I'm all forgetting these see-through fly boxes because you sold me so good on it for about eight and a half minutes there. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, well, we're, uh, we're bringing back for the next couple of weeks anyways. Um, what I think was one of our more popular segments, which was know your bugs, bud. Yeah. But we're changing it to know your fish, bud. Cause I don't like it when people, you know, catch a rainbow trout and they say, Hey, look at this cutthroat or look at this brook trout. It's like, no, it's a rainbow. So you got to know the differences between the fish just so you don't seem like huge idiots.
0: It's also key, also key too, when you're fishing sometimes rivers and, And those lakes with multi species, because there's different restrictions and different uh, catch limits on them, too, right? Yeah,
1: like I was with um, somebody the other day, and they said, Yeah, I caught three rainbow and two cutthroat. And really, they caught five rainbow, and four was the limit. So I was like, Well, you were poaching, so. (laughs) Yeah, did you report them? Yes, I did. They're now (laughs) in jail.
0: Oh, good. Yes, yeah, he's ruined <laughs> their life. <laughs> yeah. Serves Just right. ruthless. Um, yeah, like, and I think actually one a good example was um, when I was fishing up in Revelstoke, uh, like I'm used to, there's cutthroat in there, right? And to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm catching cutthroat. But then if you actually look close enough, they were brook trout because they have the little halos with the blue dots in them and they're oh, hard cool. because they're up there you think they're just like um uh, when we were out in joffrey right with all those cutties yeah they looked very similar to that except there was those halos and then there's i can't remember if they're perduncle or what it what that fin is called um but there's a should be a white line on it right Mm-hmm. yeah so those are key Sure. Well, I I almost
1: need this segment as much as the next guy because I I sometimes have a hard time with my fish identification.
0: Yeah, and then and this comes back to also a big deal on um, if you're gonna be early season uh, fishing out in the shoe shop, Mare Lake, that area, the bigger lakes where you got you got rainbows, uh, dollies, dolly dolly vardens, and um, uh, lake trout. Yeah, right. you'll know when you got a Laker because they're just absolute crankers. But <laughs> yeah, all but right. So
1: it. our uh, hey, okay, we're done. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> beating a dead horse. Oh, I'm gonna beat <laughs> you
0: here pretty soon. <laughs>
1: all right, so th- this week we're starting out with just your standard rainbow trout. So, um, just so oh, we I don't get sued, was over. No, just so I don't get sued. I'm reading this off of Wikipedia.
0: Did you donate I'm, money? I'm
1: I'm so su- I'm citing my sources. Yeah, I donate money every week. 2 dollars yeah. a week. That's awfully
0: nice of yeah? you. <laughs> yeah. You're the only <laughs> person to do that. <laughs>
1: All right. So, this is what they got for the description of a rainbow trout. Resident freshwater rainbow trout adults average between 1 and 5 pounds in riverine environments. While lake-dwelling and an- anadromous forms may reach 20 pounds. Ana- Colour it. Okay, you want to go ahead? Anadromous. What did you say? An- and- Andromedus. Andromedus.
0: It's Andromedus.
1: I, there's no way that's Andromedus. All right. A- Anadrominus forms Ana- may reach 20 pounds. Coloration varies widely between regions and, then and subspecies. Then <laughs> Adult freshwater forms are generally blue, green, or olive green with heavy black spotting over the length of the body. Oh, give Adul- us the cliff
0: notes version.
1: Alright, well that's it then.
0: That's <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> Adult fish have a broad reddish stripe along the lateral line from gills to the tail, which is most pronounced in breeding males. Alright, that's pretty well good enough. That reddish stripe and the black spotting.
0: Yeah, also, the the rainbows are quite similar to um, Steelhead. Yeah, well,
1: Steelhead are just ocean run rainbows,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But um, you'll, you'll know when you have a rainbow versus like a brookie, just the way they fight too. Brookies often don't jump like rainbows jump. Um,
1: yeah, especially those panask rainbows.
0: I think also, okay, yeah, this is a great segment because I think we should g- also get into the coarse fish and what you should do with those as well in terms of killing them. Like
1: right now or in a later segment?
0: Later segment. Oh, okay. But I like this.
1: But I right, think everybody, well,
0: most people can, can tell a rainbow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rainbow's pretty easy But it's just a taster We'll get into the next ones And dive a little deeper And maybe I'll do a little bit more research Sampler Yeah, a little sampler
0: Alright Alright Okay, real tail time Yep yeah.
1: Bring okay. the noise Alright, so I got a couple here Well, just right, pick you, one you, you ready? No, yeah. uh, it needs a couple Uh, okay all right, so I'm I'm totally changing it up this week, but it's still a good real tale. <laughs> okay, so sit back and just enjoy this one, Fook. So Alex had a terrible day fishing on the lake, sitting in the blazing sun all day without catching Hold a single on. one. Hold on, whoa,
0: where is this coming from?
1: Just wait for it. I'm just reading you a fishing story. All is right? this
0: like Doctor Seuss? <laughs>
1: yeah. This is short stories from Brent.
0: Short stories feet, Brent. Right? <laughs> yeah. Put your Alex reading. had a terrible uh, Can your, I just yeah. do the story here do do you and you can make
1: fun of it after that?
0: Do you have your mock neck on?
1: <laughs> yeah, my mock turtleneck. Yeah. All right,
0: go ahead. I can't even <laughs>
1: <this>. <laughs> Alex had a terrible day fishing on the lake, sitting in the blazing sun all day without catching a single one. On his way home, he stopped at the fishmonger and ordered four rainbow trout. He told the fishmonger, pick four large ones out and throw them at me, will ya? Why do you want me to throw them them at you, asked the salesman. Well, so that I'm able to tell my wife in all honesty that I caught them, said Alex. Okay, but I suggest that you take the salmon. Well, why's that? Because your wife came in earlier today and said that if you came by, I should tell you to take salmon. That's what she'd like for supper tonight. (laughs) (sighs)
0: I <sighs> so like did it, Slapper.
1: Hey, Fook. <laughs> yeah,
0: reading with Brent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. M- my last
1: one. I only oh, got. There's two. another one. You're gonna make us sit yeah. through another one of these. <laughs> yeah. Boo. Okay. Do you really believe your husband when he tells you he goes fishing every weekend? Asks Vicky's best friend Myra. <laughs> Holy smokes! There's a lot of people in this story. <laughs> Hold on. What? <laughs> Okay, Vicky's best friend Myra, I guess, is asking Vicky a question. She goes, oh "Do you really God. believe your it husband like when he tells <laughs> you?" <laughs> or Do you really believe your husband when he tells you he goes fishing every weekend? At the Wh- Why shouldn't I? Myra responds, "Vicky,
0: well, yeah. maybe he's having an affair." Comments Myra. Okay, no Myra. don't. My, Myra's just Myra's just <laughs> trying to stir the pot. Yeah, because she's, she's unhappy <laughs> in her own house. Like, yeah, big time. Hey, we all got problems, well, <laughs> but don't bring your problems into my house. Yeah. Uh, poor guy's just trying to go fishing, and then Myra's behind his back, just prodding. Oh, uh, okay. I got another good story after this, Fook,
1: but it's just from my own thing. It's not from the internet. So, uh, no way, last Vicky. He never comes home with any fish. Are we going to have copyright <laughs> issues with these? Like. Yeah, probably. This is from guy-sports.com slash humor slash stories slash story underscore fishy dot htm. There you go. of my sources. Is that, can we get an APA? No. So, so I was talking to um, somebody at work or Hold just somebody on. in you the gotta community. You got to
0: finish the story. This is insane.
1: That was oh. it. That was the story. Oh, man. That was brutal. Well, those those are the only two I could find. And <laughs> Myra cuz that was insane. Yeah, I, like I know. <laughs> well, maybe he's having an affair.
0: Yeah, no, the guy's <laughs> like just trying a, to get, you, you can't just throw that out there. The, tr- the the guy's just trying to get away from 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 Vic because he knows Myra's coming over. Yeah, so Vicky
1: knows that he's not cheating
0: because if he was cheating,
1: he would try to hide it by bringing home fish. But he just never comes home with any fish. So she knows that he's
0: not. I bet you he just goes out there and sits in the truck and just silent. and just goes, <laughs> <Jesus."> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a pretty
1: good idea. That'd be an all right time. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know somebody who's going to Thailand without their significant other. Okay. So this is a girl, obviously, going to who? Thailand, traveling. I'm not going to say who. A girl's going traveling in Thailand for three months without her boyfriend and leaving her boyfriend with her dog. How brutal is that? Yeah, she gone. Oh, and guaranteed she's going to come back and have to break up with the poor guy, so he'll have survived three months (laughs) of, like, the worst misery of his life.
0: I'd take the dog with me if that happened. Yeah, you'd almost have to. Yeah, he just got to cut cut the cord. <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry
1: for that guy though, because both of our uh, ladies have gone traveling without us, but
0: not really for that long of a period of time.
1: And boy, yeah. does it ever suck!
0: It's one of the darkest times. It's when it's when you really know what your limits are. Yeah, yeah, you find out real quick, and I don't really want to explore those limits. You also day. find out how kind of good you had it and how kind of <laughs> kind of awful you are at living by yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember I remember when Dan Lee was, was gone. It was one week. In one week, I got punched in the head, and I was cooking hot dogs over the gas burner stove, uh, roasting it with a fork. And that was, like, that was a moment where I was like, oh, dear Lord, I got – like, I think I had two more months. I was just like – I'm yeah, one you bought week a goldfish in.
1: to keep you company. Yeah, just cried <laughs> myself to sleep all the time. Yeah.
0: Well, on that note, I think we should wrap up the pod. Fook. Yeah, you should. You you gotta like go like take the guy's shoelaces away or something, man. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: when, I might just go befriend this guy and help him out. Yeah, help him through it. When's
0: his old lady leaving?
1: I'm not sure. I think in the next month or two.
0: Oh. F- that's uh, terrible.
1: We might have to bring him on the podcast. Yeah, like for
0: like counseling. <laughs>
1: yeah. The oh Kill Seeker Counseling Podcast.
0: Or maybe we have to start a dating site for him.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know. there you
0: go. Young dot com. <laughs> no single fisherman. The, there's enough fish single flies. Com? Single flies.
1: Oh, nice. Like it? <laughs>
0: All right, well, I'm done oh, with also, the can I I got,
1: Man, I got to go to the bathroom so bad.
0: <laughs> Just hold your pee for like five more seconds. Uh, coming up, so our our fly tying portion, video fly tying portion is coming online. It's going to be called On the Vice. You like that? Nice. I really like that. I'm hoping that no one's done that yet.
1: I Didn't can really almost look. guarantee somebody's done that, but we we can come up with another title if that one doesn't work.
0: What about G the Vice? Seeking the Vice. Nice. Yeah. We'll figure something out. <laughs> You'll see it when it comes up in about three months. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, no, it'll be up in the next few days. We're hoping this weekend.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, big thanks to Warren Staff, who was our 100th like. Yeah. Big, big news. Good old. So we're over 100 now.
0: Guy's, a, guy's one of the quickest workers I've ever seen in the bush, too. Yeah, very hard worker. My best is when he took Cody Lund... Uh, for like Cody Lund's first day of work in the bush, and he hiked him up a mountain back, and Cody just said, "Man, the guy's just like like Tarzan. He just jumps and like swings from branches and stuff up the hill." He said it was insane.
1: Oh but, yeah, he's he's in the best shape I've ever seen out of anyone. Well, yeah, anyone really besides me and you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We're just Gill Seekers. And then like us on Facebook and go to our website. Please go to our website. Check it out. We got, we're got, we getting more and more cool stuff going up there every week. It's just com. You can also buy, find us on, buy something. on Google. Yeah, buy something off our store. Treat,
0: treat yourself. You deserve it.
1: Yeah, big time. All right, well, hopefully we'll get another guest on the next couple of weeks. I think that one went
0: pretty good with Nick Fast, eh? uh yeah yeah that was awesome having him on um and i think he might be coming on a little bit more regular with a little uh canadian uh hobby called beer well tasting. just yeah a <laughs>
1: new a new segment should be good
0: yeah which would be nice it's you know beer and fishing really go hand in hand and it's nice having a nice nice cold one once in a while when you're uh sitting there looking at that indicator
1: Absolutely, and especially afterwards, it's almost mandatory. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's bad luck not to. Yeah. Alright, everybody, we'll have a good week and we'll look forward to uh, chatting with you guys next week. Tim's up.